my pants are too tight. Oh no. <laughs> I feel that actually in my pants. You know, like when your high-waisted jeans are just like hitting at that wrong yeah. spot? Yeah, that was, I'm good now. Anyway, this is Queer Halftime. Uh, my name is Becca and she, they pronouns. My name is Paige and my pronouns are they, them. Awesome. So we got a suggestion for a topic that I can't believe we didn't think of ourselves. Actually, I can't because we're, our brains have been dead recently. We're very busy. So somebody asked us to talk about um, like the new Harry Potter game. And we decided to sort of expand that into like the whole art versus artist and like the cognitive dissonance of like, like I had a Harry Potter themed room when I was a small child. I believe it. Like the first one came out, (laughs) the first movie came out when I think I was six. Oh, okay. Um, so I knew how to pronounce all the characters' names because then I got the the first book for I think Christmas from <laughs> nice. my grandparents. Yeah. Um, as many young people of our era, but yeah, and like it was huge did. in my family. So like, yeah. Um, because they always came out in the summer when we were on family vacations. Yeah. And we did a lot of like driving vacations, and so literally, even though my brother and I were old enough to read them ourselves my mom read aloud to the entire family all seven books oh my god yeah wow that's commitment i thought you were gonna say that like we went to see movies on our vacation no it was always the harry potter movies no that's even better toronto and i think one of the later ones came out and like we made my dad go to chapters like first thing in the morning to go get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but so there's like a lot of memories tied in like a lot of that right because it was just like it was a family bonding thing the family bonding thing the nostalgia of right it's just like but then looking back it's like oh you named the only asian character cho chang which is two last names um and even as a child i had a big issue with the whole hermione being seen as crazy for wanting to free the slave race um same i never got that i'm like no she seems right i don't yeah am i missing something what's what's going on here exactly i don't understand (laughs) why why is that so crazy why is that so radical i know yeah and it's like i get some of the characters thinking it's radical because like you can use that as a way to kind of portray cultural views and like how that should but like even how people were raised so that the readers would think it was crazy absolutely right yeah 100 (laughs) percent it's not just like some pureblood who's never questioned it having to do a whole mental shit it's no the reader this is a crazy woman yeah exactly Um, this reads as hermione being crazy and the reader is supposed to agree with the fact that it's crazy for this slave race exactly (laughs) yeah and then somebody pointed out to me recently that there's literally a star of david in the tiling of gringotts bank no way which i think was just like part of the architecture but i'm like yeah my guys you are putting a bank here with goblins that are like historically based on anti-semitic caricatures and you're not gonna throw a rug over that anything or just like don't include that because it's not bad enough already Right. we're just gonna we're gonna throw in a little bit more shit we're gonna say it with our whole chests, like yeah so and that's you know and then there's you know all the arguments about like oh well you know the artist is terrible and a turf and for those of you who don't know what that means they're basically I mean are there male turfs 
I feel like it's a very white woman phenomenon. I oh, I don't actually know that one. I'm not sure. I feel like the men who would be TERFs would not identify with a term that uses the word feminist in it. Exactly. Because TERF yeah. stands for trans exclusionary radical feminist which there's nothing feminist about them oh, absolutely um, not. not. but basically like they're huge transphobes who are very like gender essentialist and it's like men are always abusers and women are always victims mm-hmm. it's like why do you see yourself as a victim that doesn't seem healthy but yeah, right. like just as like inherently, inherently a victim <laughs> um but yeah so she's a big old turf yeah um rolling is not great and people are like, oh, well, that's the artist. You know, this is the art, right? Exactly. But like, there's to separate them. And and in some cases, yes. So like, I love like Lovecraftian horror type of things. Mm-hmm. H.P. Lovecraft was a fucking monster. Oh, absolutely. Like every a cat named a racial slur. Yeah, exactly. If that doesn't say something about somebody's character, I don't know what does. Yeah. So yes, so Anyways. Lovecraft, cat named a racial slur, not a good dude. His stuff is in the public domain. Exactly. So his estate does not get money anymore. He's long dead. Yeah. You know, has not gotten money from it in a long time, but his estate no longer does either. Right? So that's kind of when you can really separate the art from the artist. The same with like Sherlock Holmes is now pub- like fully public domain. Right. Um, At least that's what I heard. So That's what they... Apologies. Okay, we'll just... Start. It might still pop up on the computer, but we'll see. Bring it back here. So, that's really dramatic. I don't know why. It's, it's just—it's one of those mornings, you know. <laughs> it, very much that. Yeah. Um, so the difference between the like Lovecraft and Rowling situations is she's still very much alive and making money. Oh yeah, and we know that she's using that money. Yep. To support like anti-trans stuff and like transphobic like lobbying and like actively <laughs> using that. Okay, apologies. <laughs> video people who i will probably only edit part of that out because otherwise it's gonna be a lot of cuts yeah right um (laughs) it's fine this is fine i don't know if i mentioned this actually on the podcast before but for some reason i decided that doing like a heart wipe when i do like abrupt edits was really funny to me so every time (laughs) i have to edit something out it's just like heart amazing i love it i'm like don't even try to make it like yeah yeah but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's supporting someone who's still actively harming our community with the money she is making. Off of her royalties. From, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, if that doesn't scream problematic to you, stop watching our podcast. Actually, keep watching our podcast so that you can open your mind. Oh my gosh. Don't drive away our precious, precious listeners. <laughs> we love all of them in all of their various spots in their journeys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly and you know what you're here listening to us so yeah. kudos yeah no, no, no. yeah anyways <laughs> yeah i think like with the new harry potter game coming out and all of that to kind of completely yeah. switch topics but still stay on the same topic um a lot of people are a lot of people that i know in my personal life are very excited about it Interesting. um and it's really kind of started a lot of like cause for conflict in myself because I'm like why am I friends with these people who are who say that like they're super supportive my ex for example stoked for the new Harry Potter game Mm. I have many conversations with him about how uh he shouldn't be spending his money on that um if he wants to play it maybe he should just 
torrent it so that he's not giving money to turfs and not supporting that motion um but he was still very adamant that like no i'm gonna buy it and i was like oh my god i am (laughs) all for piracy um with the exception of like small indie artists absolutely 100 y'all deserve your money um right probably not through amazon preferably through like but you know beggars and choosers and exactly all that all that good stuff piracy is always good (laughs) it has its time and place very much very much that (laughs) um like sometimes you hear (laughs) this is such a tangent you hear about this incredibly dangerous movie to make and you're like god you know i've heard so many stories i gotta find out i gotta see for myself Mm -hmm. um and then you watch it and you're like what the fuck yeah there's this movie from the 80s called roar and it has tippy hedron and melanie griffith and like tippy hedron's husband yeah and like their family because they couldn't use like non-family actors because no one fucking do it (laughs) and so tippy hedron and her husband who has no name um i don't know they produced it and they basically like bought and borrowed like hundreds of big cats like the antagonist big cat was owned by anton lovey He's like one of the founders of Satanism. Okay, um, all right. But it's this plot about this like researcher, which I use heavy quotes because the not good um, <laughs> in Africa who like lives among all these big cats, and it's sold as like a comedy. I'm using so many air like I haven't put my hand down to not do air quotes. Like it's just been one continuous, one but continuous air quote. He goes out to pick his family up. They're joining him from Chicago. He goes to pick them up from the airport, and it's like a miss communication like misconnections things so oh, he's no. off you know with his buddy trying to get to the airport right. and then they're at the house under siege by all these big cats oh my god but like so like um one of the camera like the number of stitches that people had to get because the cats actually attacked people and it is actually in the movie you see melanie griffith almost lose her eye oh my god yeah <laughs> like she got <laughs> mauled in the face and she almost lost her eye and had to get like a ton of surgery and like you know some one of the crew had to get like his scalp sewn back on and like all of the times that you see cats fully bowl over people yeah actually all legit apparently yeah there was like a flood that wiped out a lot of the cats actually and there was like bushfires and all kinds of crazy shit um Ah. but yeah no this movie i don't understand um, it took like several years to make right because everybody had to keep going to the hospital everybody kept getting mauled Jesus. yeah i'm like this could not be made today no wonder they had to use their own children as <laughs> actors <laughs> i'm like they're they're teenagers so at least oh, it's not like you know small small kids but still um do you imagine the trauma if it was like a small child <laughs> i mean even as a teenager even as a teenager like even as an adult the boys it's like my mom has permanent scars my sister has to go my dad just got bowled over by a lion oh my god <laughs> yeah so i watched roar out of a morbid curiosity um and that's when pirating is good and apparently tippy hedron did regret it because she's a big animal rights advocate and she was like you know oh, knowing okay. what i know now we would never have put we animals never in that situation put anybody in that situation <laughs> at that point yes yeah, oh which is just so wild to me yeah i'm no like kidding. that's one thing for you a decision for you and your husband to make but it's so wild right this was such a huge tangent but i needed to share this wild fucking movie i uh, oh there 
many people get so hurt. <laughs> oh my god. Now I'm gonna have to go watch it. <laughs> it's like free online in this like film archive thing. We're talking about the movie Roar. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, I'll tell you about it later. What is is that a mouse? It's a mouse. Are you guys recording? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have fun too. Do you wanna come join us? Mid-episode, Kelsey. Woo-hoo. I heard you guys recording and left the committee. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. I've got a I meeting. Mean, fair We're work. all matching. The trifecta. <laughs> but it's all different versions. So we were talking about the whole JK Rowling and like, you can't, like, only sometimes can you separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. she's still making money and using it. And you look like you have thoughts. Um, and then I went on a tangent about this movie that so many people got mauled by lions making. Um, and I'll wow. tell you about it later because that's interesting. I won't make people re-listen to the rant. Oh wow! But- <laughs> Thoughts? Thoughts on J.K. Rowling? Yeah, and just in general, that kind of stuff. My fiance has a Harry Potter room because she grew up absolutely loving Harry Potter. Does she still have a Harry Potter? Room? Yes. Okay. There's a slight disclaimer to this that most of the things that she has in said Harry Potter room, she's made. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> she grew up very catholic and harry potter kind of saved her from mm. some of the shit that she was going through at the time so i think that but she recently has started drifting away because i saw a tweet once that i saw said i read to her that somebody was like i can't even re- remember what it said but somebody had tweeted jk rowling and it was recently and they were like how do you sleep at night? Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I saw this. And she responded and was like, pretty well with all my bags of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that really, like, Steph's um, perspective really shifted. so unrepentant. Yeah. Like, it's she not, doesn't give a fuck. It's she, not just like, like that this artist that whose work you love has these views. It's that she uses those bags of money to fund those views. Well, and that's the and thing, the furthering right? of those views. Exactly. So it's unfortunate because like Steph has had to like kind of figure out like can I still appreciate this like fandom that I was a part of without the and she's gone to the point where she's like I don't like she doesn't want people to buy her Harry Potter stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't want yeah to profit that off of it. yeah yeah she still likes to make stuff which she doesn't profit off of right like yeah, when yeah. she's yeah. making her own stuff like mm-hmm. she paints right so like she likes to paint harry potter stuff because it did still somewhat heal but i'm like yeah it's a really it's freaking complicated it's because, a slippery slope well and it's so complicated because a lot of like i hate this conversation I want you to know that. You left a meeting to come join it. I know. <laughs> but I didn't know this is what we were talking about. The reason I, because we didn't, like, it's like, now she is an absolute piece of crap. Before, she was also an absolute piece of crap, but we didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's like, when we were growing up, we didn't know. Well, and like, so I didn't even really know about the concept of trans Exactly. People when I first, like yeah having been raised mormon i can say safe right i've (laughs) joked i think before on this podcast that i remember being in a high school and in the edmonton journal like on the front page there was an article about somebody getting a sex change because like that was front page news in you know the 2010s exactly in edmonton unfortunately like and i guess like a good a good comparison to this is and i like this is oh i because this is so complicated because it's like you don't know what you don't know but then when you find out you should change yeah but when like 
when you have trauma and something has helped you heal yes, from trauma, yeah. how do you mm-hmm. detach from your, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that still helped you heal. Like teenage Becca being really depressed and reading all seven books in one spring break in her dark basement bedroom. Exactly. See? (laughs) But then you think of things like, 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 let's talk about, you're going to kill me for bringing this up again, but let's talk about the L word. (laughs) So I like to talk about the L word. So no, I think it's hilarious. In the 90s. I never actually watched it. So in the 90s was also super transphobic, super shitty, um, really bad show. I kind of hated it. I mean, like. I didn't hate it when I was coming out because I was like, oh, look, girls having sex. I need this. But now as a lesbian and as an out person, I'm yeah, hate yeah. it because I'm like, this isn't real life. We don't bang that much. Like this doesn't happen. Right. However, the L word released a new season and now they're doing Gen L- the L word Gen Q and they have like atoned for their sins in a very religious way. <laughs> um, but like they, no, they have basically the transphobia that they had in the previous show. They've brought those actors back and those actors have had on-screen apologies. Oh, nice! In the wow. new show from the characters because they are aware. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, it's kind of like two sides of one coin, yes. where it's People like are allowed to grow. Yeah, we have all done and said shit. Oh, absolutely! Like, I guarantee that we, looking back, are like, oof, absolutely. Yeah. And like, so have, you know, celebrities and mm-hmm. creators and all these people, but like, you're allowed to grow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. If people grow and, you know, make legitimate apologies yes. and change. Yeah. That's the change thing. is a big part of it. When you're tweeting, I sleep well with my piles of money and you're completely fucking unrepentant. Yeah. That's not growing. No. Yeah. It's the opposite. She's like regressing. <laughs> <laughs> also, have you ever read any of her other books? I've I've never read any of her books. So, I, like, I read. I was movies. like, Casual Vacancy came out. I think it was her first one after Harry Potter. I was like, Oh well, I love these books. I'll read. You know this one. Yeah. It was garbage. It was so bad. Really. Like it was. It was poorly done. It was a like poor concept. The characters were terrible, and not in like a oh these are all terrible people. I love them kind of way. Right. But uh, these are garbage people, and I. I hope for the worst for every single character in this book. Wow. Right. Exactly. So she is just a piece of trash. Yeah. Yep. There's, oh my God. I remember there being this thing about like trigger warning for self-harm, but like one character does and is like covering it up. And it's like, because she's fat, I seem to remember. And like, that's kind of the focus of it. And I'm like yeah no it's not good she's not a good writer yeah um no, now that i look up. back not being a 10 year old i'm like oh no this actually wasn't mm-hmm. like technically good just from a writing level exactly yeah and yeah also apparently the game they go really hard into the anti-semitism nice Did not you, nice you missed we were talking about there's a star of david and the tiling of gringotts bank in the movie mm-hmm. which i think is part of the you know the architecture but like throw a rug over it good lord it's yeah, <laughs> just yeah the more you find out the more it makes you want to and like people have done like all these like deep analysis too right like how yeah. the pillars are all crooked because like they're crooked bankers and like i was like cobwebs everywhere because it's dirty and which is whole thing. but the star of david is um pretty wild no kidding yeah i don't know any more thoughts 
Ugh. brain is empty. Why can you, like, why, you know, like, why can't you let people enjoy things? And I don't mean that to, like, the woke people. I mean that to, like, the really shitty artists. Why can't like, you not be shitty? Like, it's like, why can't you just shut up? Please just not suck for five well, minutes. It's yeah. one of those things, like, when Me Too was really, really in, like, the zeitgeist. And, like, every day there was, like, a new... Mm-hmm. like male celebrity that was getting you know out and is being predatory exactly and you were just sitting there and you're like please don't you know be so-and-so or like mm-hmm. you would see somebody trending and you'd be like oh no oh no oh it's for a good thing okay mm-hmm. like <laughs> do you know what I mean totally. yeah <laughs> yeah it's like if this person ends up being a shithead I will lose all faith yeah right literally and then they end up being shithead and you're like yeah god damn it (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then yeah there's people that start out shitheads and then apologize and change Mm -hmm. exactly you know what's a really good what you do with that information and that Mm -hmm. stuff that you can learn from is like do you learn and grow from it or do you just kind of like brush it off and move on yeah we do like lord of the rings are you gonna ruin that for me too anybody oh about how the i just love lord of uh, the, the dwarves were originally jewish see but I was then like, i knew so you were that, was this pre, <laughs> that was pre-world war ii okay when the dwarves were jewish yes oh no when the hobbit came out and then <laughs> world Chelsea. war ii happened and some jewish people wrote tolkien and were like yo um given all the shit can you maybe move away from this and he was like yes <gasps> wow growth that Just is the appropriate feedback it's the appropriate way to respond to feedback yeah is like, and i feel like it wasn't like unexplicitly i'm making them jewish because i hate jewish people i think it was more like he made the language very mm-hmm. reminiscent like it's a semitic mm-hmm. language um because he was a linguist but you're like in full frog mode i feel like i know leap off the couch at any point in time like i could where are you going i don't know i got shit to do um (laughs) gotta be ready for action (laughs) anytime a turf comes (laughs) becca's gonna lunge on them like a frog (laughs) oh god hilarious yeah yeah Yeah. um we hate transphobes we do yeah we do i don't know i'm trying to think what other shitty person's media is in the public domain now we talked about lovecraft what about winnie the pooh i was just <laughs> gonna say that okay <laughs> i don't think he was shitty though if I, you are he's not but if you are above the age of like 12 or probably 15 because it's kind of terrifying has um, that come out yet no oh but google the trailer for winnie the pooh when winnie the pooh winnie the pooh blood and honey yeah. it's terrifying but absolutely hilarious it's, that they made him can yeah we make it a loud like expedition <laughs> yeah. it oh my god yeah um <laughs> if they put it in theaters i kind of hope they won't so fair, kelsey honestly. showed me this and i thought it was fake because i was like there's no way disney would allow this because they still have the rights over those characters but they only have the rights over the disneyfied version of those characters yeah so if it's based off the original story characters, then they're fine. So Winnie the Pooh and Piglet can go and murder people. Because <laughs> you just got to take like, the red shirt off and he's fine. It's very like, <laughs> the masks are very reminiscent of like Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, it's terrifying. Oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. But um, it's hilarious because it's like, you know, that horror, I love horror movies. 
you know that horror movies are hitting a new low. Like we're running out of shit to create because well, they're also no. What you know one is too. that people our oh, age wow. are now yeah. old enough to turn the things we grew up with into horror movies. Oh, it's just so really. funny. But I can't imagine anybody our age actually is going to think this is scary. I think this is just going to be like a comedy. No, oh, I think it's going to be fun. I, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think it's going to be hilarious. I think it's going to terrify children. I think what's going to happen is children are going to grow up feeling about winnie the pooh the way they feel about clowns right now because of it yeah i think that's what's gonna happen and we're all gonna be like remember when winnie the pooh was cute and funny and walked around with tigger <laughs> after there's like three sequels from yeah. like oh, the blood and honey <laughs> like what speaking of oh. sequels and remakes and stuff i watched the new guillermo del toro pinocchio over christmas yeah, oh did you mention that was it good it was, was it, like, so, like no, what? it's so good okay like the art the music the story amazing um the last probably 20 minutes i sobbed i just had my face in my hands sobbing because it was so touching and beautiful <laughs> like i love him but sometimes i hate him Fair. so that's where i'm like so that's it was so funny because he also has cabinet of curiosities out on netflix and i was gonna watch that but i had to wait a couple days because i was mad at him for making me cry over pinocchio <laughs> you know what he was sitting there like mm, becca's pissed i got, <laughs> I got yeah. no it's it's so good interesting and i would absolutely recommend it i was like my brother made me watch it and then i was texting him i'm like you bastard he's like when did you start crying <laughs> oh, that and then we were comparing it. at what points we started just openly weeping that's hilarious yeah fair but no it's really good um i love a good movie recommendation yeah right so Mm -hmm. if you're open to a good cry watch pinocchio Mm -hmm. yeah if any of our listeners or viewers or fellow podcast members are um intrigued by a fear of heights there is a new movie on netflix called fall that is incredible it is so good highly recommend it huge twist ending it's so good just watch it there is one thing i actually want to unrecommend i would strongly recommend against i haven't watched it but whatever that new hitchhiker show is on netflix um it's about a local he's from edmonton um it's about a man that ended up unfortunately um killing somebody but he killed his perpetrator um, and he has serious mental health issues and has been houseless for a really long time. And basically, that's not really exploitative. It's extremely exploitative. So he's never got a dime off of anything. He's been all over the news forever. Wow. And they've now made a movie off of him. And they are basically twisting the story to say like, oh, yeah, you know, this mentally unstable schizophrenic guy killed a guy. But he actually like there's actual proof. I've done gone down a rabbit hole that there's proof that when he killed the full grown fucking cis white like 60 year old man that that guy was on top of him oh wow yeah and nobody's talking about that so i would like these are the things that like yeah you're like i love a good netflix documentary but then you see this and like you kind of like all it takes is like a tiny bit of digging to be like this and one google search the second you see him you're like i think this guy has mental health issues yeah i think he's probably untreated because like you can tell like he looks very like even in the image that they have as like the picture on netflix like you can see in his eyes that he's like concerned Uh, and like he's stressed right right and yeah so he is from edmonton but yeah that is one thing like when we talk about like documentaries about people with mental health concerns like we gotta dig deeper that is not the way what i is literally (laughs) anybody can make a documentary about anything and call it a documentary they do not have to be true Mm mm-hmm 
it's just a genre of movie i fully growing up assumed that they had to be based on some kind of truth no anybody can make one which is how you get fucking supersize me oh god and like let's talk about did you hear that they fucking found carol baskin's husband oh wait he's totally fine he's just in the fucking bahamas or somewhere hot i fucking knew it like you can't trust this shit right so i don't think any of the people in that are necessarily good people but like having looked in to dawn i was like he was doing he had like underage quote-unquote girlfriends left and right and like there are so many people who would have wanted this guy dead and like get mob ties and shit yeah yeah he's fine on a different note i also binged all of andor i don't even know what that is it's oh is that the new star wars yes but it is my favorite piece of star wars content of all of it it is so fucking good it's so good I can't get into the Star Wars stuff, mainly because I couldn't get into Star Wars, but also it's very, like, anarchist, and there's a lot of, like, really amazing, like, monologues throughout, and they kind of build off of each other in a really great way. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a whole, like, they're in prison arc, and, like, spoilers, they realize that none of the freed prisoners are actually being released. And so they realize that they're already dead. So if they die trying to escape, it doesn't matter. And it's this whole, like, like this one character, like, you know, gets everybody to revolt and escape, knowing that it's a freedom that he can't actually have. And it's just, it's very, very good. Steph really, there's one of the shows that Steph has really likes the character, but apparently the actor or the actress is a piece of shit. Oh, probably Gina Carano. I don't know who she plays. Is it from The Mandalorian? Is she like a big buff chick? Yes. Yeah. It's Gina Carano. She's a piece of shit. Um, She's kind of, you know, the joke about like, leopards ate my face, screams woman who voted for leopards eating face party. Oh. She's very that. Um, She's been doing all these like super right wing funded movies recently. And she just did this one that basically everybody that isn't right wing is like, this is garbage and you're a garbage person. But then all these guys on the right are mad about it because it shows a capable woman. (laughs) Yeah, because I think Steph told me that they were going to make a spinoff for her. So they were. And they didn't. No, so they were because she was a very, very popular character. Um, And then all she just started digging a deeper and deeper hole. Like she, um, so the guy who plays the Mandalorian has, I think, a trans relative. Oh. And so like she had made a pronouns fucking you know how straight people are like, oh, my pronouns are whatever bullshit. So he had tried to explain to her like why that was, you know, harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doubled down and she compared being a Republican to the Holocaust. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah. just spit everywhere. No, for real. Like, I don't um, know what you do in that situation. No, and she just right. kept digging deeper. But Lucasfilms like fired her very, very quickly. Mm. Oh, good. Which is why she's not in the new mm. season. Um, and like her agents dropped wow. her <laughs> now she's doing all these stupid fucking like far right movies that's see like that is how you handle somebody that's stupid right yeah. fire them just yeah. fire them just done get rid of them yeah all, all done yeah oh bye bye god look at all this chaos yeah yeah I love it yeah oh wow yeah you should watch Andor and not watch that Hitchhiker movie yeah yes there you go and Don't also Pinocchio it. and Fall yeah mm-hmm. all good things um do you guys have queer joys or any other thoughts you're just playing with your mouse i'm just full of queer rage today so like i don't have much that's fair fair yeah queer rage okay crazy eyes (laughs) holy shit (laughs) oh my goodness what do you guys have for queer joys um i don't know i 
I'm just kind of vibing. Why? Oh, I will come why straight up and say it that I'm very sad this week and I don't have any queer joy. I have love it. joy. Love that for you. So <laughs> I planned this and then didn't realize that, of course, we would have to record today because this has to come out tomorrow. Because I was like, we have a guest this week. But that's going to be for next week's episode. And the yep. week after, she's coming and she's doing two episodes because she's so cool. <laughs> um, and I am very, very excited. We have shouted her out on the podcast before. Um, and now she's going to be a guest. And I think she's one of the only people that listens to us like religiously. So shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. So she's yeah. going to be here on the big queer couch. Um, yeah. And we're going to do two episodes back to back. Is she great. coming in person? Yeah. Oh, wow. I sent her a Zoom link and she was like, Can I come visit you instead? And I was like, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Love that. Amazing. So, yeah. That's yeah. the queer joy for the whole couch. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks everybody for joining us. Thank you, Kelsey, for coming in halfway through. Um, yeah. <laughs> here fuck shit up. <laughs> uh, be kind to yourself and others. We will see you next week. Adios. Yeah.